May the Lord be with us. In Luke chapter 11, verses 1 and 2, we read these words. Now Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John taught his disciples. And he said to them, When you pray, say, Our Father, hallowed be thy name. Our Father. In Luke 11, Jesus has been spending time in prayer, and his disciples have been observing. In that moment, they witnessed something that stirred them within them, a desire to follow Christ in prayer. And so they asked, Lord, teach us to pray. This is the beginning for all who wish to see prayer become a part of their life, for those who wish prayer to become a center from which they live. We must be taught, for as big a desire which a prayer life may become, it will always run counter to our selfish nature. This is the reason for the common frustration so many feel in trying to pray. The disciples want to go beyond the frustration and see that Jesus has, and so they ask him, teach us. That is where we should begin in praying, letting Christ teach us and show us the way. There is a way of humility where we let him shape our thinking, but, but even more than that, to shape our desires that lead us in what we do. If we ask Jesus to teach us, he will. With the disciples, his response was to give them a teaching which many of us know very well, the Lord's Prayer. It is recited millions of times throughout the world every day. It is spoken at our most solemn assemblies, at our funerals. It is right that we do this, for the Lord commands us to do so. He said, when you pray, say this. It is also a model for us to emulate. In Matthew's version of the prayer, given to us in Matthew 6, he says to pray in this way. In other words, to use this prayer as a model for our own praying. This command demands that we work for an understanding of the petitions of the prayer. We must understand them so they can become our own. This is exactly what we are about today. We are striving with a prayerful heart to learn and comprehend the depths of what this prayer is saying. We are doing this because we want to pray with Christ in his school of prayer. Well, let's begin with the content of what Jesus told us to pray. How you start something is significant. How we start prayer is very significant. Jesus tells us to begin by recognizing who you are praying to. By acknowledging the relationship you have the one you're speaking to, he tells us to pray, Our Father. There are many titles or names for God. The Lord, God Almighty, Master, the Most High. But the one Jesus tells us to use in prayer is Father. The importance of this beginning cannot be overemphasized, for from this address flows all the following petitions. It is because he is Father that his heart is turned towards us, because he is Father that his attention is on us. This address was also quite revolutionary for the time. No other rabbi would ever have taught his disciples to use Father 
as an address for God, for it was too familiar, too casual. In contrast, Jesus uses this intimate relationship of a father to his child as the basis of his praying, and he invited the disciples to join him in this as well. The Our Father establishes prayer squarely as relationship, not some economic or political exchange. Prayer for Christ was not about appeasement of a distant God or of securing something desired for some loyalty or obedience. The context of his praying was not a contract or legal transaction, but a loving covenantal relationship. There is another aspect of this relationship that is often missed or overlooked. It is found in the word our. This relationship we have in prayer is certainly vertical, going from you to Father God, from earth to heaven. Still, it is more than this, for it is also ours together. It is horizontal, joining me and you, and you, and you, and you. We pray then as the church, always as the church. Even when we are alone, praying privately, I am praying with the church. Basic to the relationship I have with God is the relationship I have with the church. He is our Father. So when I pray, I pray with the church. There is a quality to the praying of Jesus that envelops all of us as well, that as he prays and we are in him, his prayers become our prayer. Then as we pray, Jesus joins us in our praying, so our prayer becomes his. As he identifies himself with us in our sins, taking our sins upon himself, so also he identifies with us in our need and in our praying all through his incarnation. I don't want this to be misconstrued. We can, and often do, pray amiss or in twisted ways. We can ask God for selfish things, and certainly that is different than how Christ would lead us in praying. To pray in such a way is to reduce prayer into a mechanistic exercise, where it is no longer about the relationship that we share with one another and with Him, but it is only about me. What I mean when I say that Jesus takes all of our prayers into himself as the incarnation is that by becoming a human person, the Son of God identifies with us, identifies with our needs and our suffering, identifies with our longing for the Father, identifies with us in needing the Holy Spirit. And so when we pray within that relationship that prayer is meant to be, we do not pray alone, for we are the church. And Christ says, I am with them. He adds his amen to our words. We are not alone in our praying, for we pray our Father. When we pray within that context of a loving relationship to God, who is our Father, we pray shoulder to shoulder with brothers and sisters everywhere around the world who say, that's right, that's our prayer, hear us, Lord. And when we pray according to that covenantal love relationship we have with our Creator, we are praying to the same Father that Jesus spoke His prayers to. And in His praying, He takes us with Him. And in our praying, He says, Amen. In prayer, we are not alone. The church is with us. The Son is with us. And the Father hears us. He is our Father. Hallowed be 
his name. Amen. Let us pray. Our Father, we thank you for our brothers and sisters who add their amen to our praying. Even more, we thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ, who takes our, takes our prayers and our needs within himself and makes them his. Help us to remember and always know that as we pray, we do not do it alone, but with the church and with your Son, our Lord. Teach us to pray, Father. In the name of your Son, do we pray this. Amen. And amen.